This is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for sharing your heart with us, for telling us truth, telling us things to come, warning us of your return and how we need to be ready before it's too late. We thank you that you're always preparing for our good, and we love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Jesus is so good. He's, he's so amazing. And um, I want to share with you, uh, it was about two years ago, and I was sleeping and then all of a sudden, sitting straight up in bed. Jesus was standing next to the door. I, I was really like freaked out. I mean, I didn't see him see him, but I knew he was standing there. And I heard, the hour of Jesus has come. And as I'm sitting at attention there, feeling out of control, what came up on the inside of me was, what does that mean, Lord? And he said, it is a time of testing. And um, I, I just sort of felt released. And, and then I started feeling... As the day went on, depressed because I knew I wasn't doing what he asked me to do. And actually, that was the same time as um, things. I went to the store that day and people were just buying things off. The, sh the shelves were empty. They're just buying things like crazy. And um, I just thought, Jesus was coming because he kept telling me he's coming. And I've been warned before that I wasn't ready. So, yeah, I was feeling really, really depressed and um, like I blew it and I wasn't going to make it. And then um, two days later, I heard him again and I heard him audibly. And he said, a great hour of testing is at hand. And this time the voice was above my head. It was audible. Both times were audible. And he said, I'm frustrated. Obey me. I was taking this personally. But as time went on, he said, share it. You're not the only one. Where he's frustrated because we're not obeying him. And then he told me that it wasn't a time for me to be depressed and give up, but to get on my horse and get going because there wasn't much time left before his return. Now, I thought he was coming in a day or two, a week or two, and it's been two years but he's giving us plenty of time. He's telling us ahead of time so that we are ready. Can you imagine what he's feeling? I mean, he shared with me. He, he shared with me how he's feeling. And, you know, he gave his life for us. And he's telling us things to come. He's the bridegroom. And we're to be the bride, and we're about to stand him up at the altar. Do you know what that must feel like? To love someone so much 
and then for them to just leave you and walk away. Like Isaiah said, we pay no attention. We just, we just walk away and go our own way. And the more I know what he's thinking and how he's feeling, the more remorseful I feel. But at the same time, I'm working. Yes, I'm working to please him and to get ready and to do my work for him. You know, we were talking about that. He said in Matthew 24 that we have a work to do, and that's what we're to be doing while we're waiting for him. Not laying around, just doing whatever, not blending in with the world and worrying about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and what we're going to wear, but to be doing his work and letting him provide for us. So much of the time, people are without, without his help, without his strength without his provision because they've really already betrayed him. Not caring about what he cares about. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind is to care about what he cares about. And he cares about your neighbor. Those who don't know him. He cares about you, that you're missing it. He cares that you're not getting ready. It's not his will that one would perish. And that's why he's not coming yet. That's why he's holding off. He loves you so much. And he's waiting for you at the altar. For you to walk up without spot or wrinkle. To be that beautiful bride that has prepared herself for King Jesus. But as it is, we've betrayed him. Everything else that's in the way is more important to us than to him. Yeah, than he is to us. But not so for him. He's got his eye on you all the time, watching, waiting, preparing that place for you. We're in the 12th hour. There really isn't much time, and I don't know his timing as he sees his timing, but I do know that he's allowing enough time and when you think about it, in the day of Noah, it took him a hundred years to build that ark. And so those people that kept walking by the ark for a hundred years were being warned. He was telling them ahead of time, make a choice, choose life. It's just about time. And I'm going to flood the earth. And if you don't get on the ark, you're going to get swept away. I know what the word says. I know it says that. But I can't imagine that that ark took that long. 
And that those people, if they would have changed their way and sought God, that he wouldn't have allowed them on that ark. But they didn't. They just walked by. And today, if you're not getting ready, you're walking by. We have this book. It's a book of prophecy telling us things to come. Jesus said over and over, I'm coming. Get ready. The bridegroom has prepared herself. I mean, the bride has prepared herself. Jesus is getting ready to come. When the Father says, open the door, he's going to open the door. And he's going to be here. When Jesus gets really serious with me like that, it's scary. But at the same time, we have to appreciate his anger, his frustration, because that's his love for us. He's saying, I love you. I'm frustrated. Get ready before it's too late. I know many of you think you're ready. You know, you, you call yourselves Christians, but really, you're just religious. If you're not getting ready, he's right. We're just like the Pharisees if we're not getting ready. We're just doing the, this religious stuff, thinking we're right with Jesus. And then on that day, when we stand before him, he's going to say, I didn't know you. You didn't do my will. You didn't get ready. You didn't forbid sin. You didn't receive my power. You didn't forgive. You didn't do what I was doing. I didn't know you. I'm hurt that you wouldn't listen, that you wouldn't get ready. It hurts me. No. Go. Away from me. I didn't know you. You know the scripture. Matthew seven twenty one through 23, in case you don't know it. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And many are going to say to me on that day, but Lord, I did this in your name. I did that in your name. And he's going to say, I didn't know you. So many are going to be arguing with him. But Lord, but you didn't listen. You didn't prepare. You didn't partake. You weren't a part of my life. You didn't go around doing good. You just self-served. And so, that's the word I have for you today. Jesus is coming, and he keeps telling me to tell you, over and over again, I've been telling you, get ready, Jesus is coming. And he's made it really clear to me. And the thing is, I ask him to correct me all the time. I don't want to be out of his will. I don't want him to stay away from me. I never knew you as well as you don't. You don't want to hear him say that. 
You want to hear him say now that you're at risk. So get on your knees. Look at the word. If you see you're breaking a law, James says, if you break one law, you broke all the law. If you see you're breaking a law, then get it fixed. Ask him to help you. So, he said he's knocking at the door of your heart. If you're ready to heed his voice, then he's going to come and live on the inside of you. He's going to dine with you. He's going to be there with you all the time. He's not going to leave you or forsake you. But you have to make that commitment that you're going to submit to him. Submit to him. I'm going to do your will. I want to marry you. I don't want to betray you anymore. Pray that. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Help me to do your will. Help me to prepare for your return. And he will come. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Thank you.